Welcome to episode 33. You know how it begins. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Episode 33, I want to dig right back in. If this is your first time listening, I want to thank you for being a part of it. But I want to get right back into where we started on 32, where we talked about there was a little bit of a power shortage, I, in my humble opinion, in the church. And I believe most of it comes from just ignorance. And and I don't mean that to be derogatory. I was talking to, to my daughter-in-law today and my wife, and my wife kind of corrected me because I I called her ignorant, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a derogatory term. I said she was ignorant of the fact. We were talking about her doing something that she had never done before. And, you know, you don't have to apologize if you've never done anything. You're ignorant to how it, how it all goes together or how it comes together. That that doesn't mean you have to stay or waller in your ignorance. You What you do is you research the matter and you go, now stupid is continue to continuing to do the exact same thing over and over and over, even when you know better. Now, stupid is different than ignorant. And I've been stupid about an awful lot of things in my life because I have to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. And that's just stupid. But I did not call my daughter-in-law ignorant or stupid. I just said she was ignorant of the matter. So I'm glad I got that cleared up. They say confession was is good for the soul, so y'all had to listen to that. But anyway, I I think the ignorance is coming from not knowing the Bible and not knowing your foundation. And if you don't read the Word of God, then the power shortage is real. It, there's no power. There's there's a lack of power in today's modern church. And I truly believe it's just from not knowing the Word of God. That's why every now and then you got to let me get up on my soapbox and get to flailing my, flailing my arms a little bit. But If we just dig into this word, this word is all that we truly need. And I know that you get, you kind of cue the eye roll right here, but I mean, it really is. If you will read the word and take time in the word, it will come to life. And you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to find out when I read the word? Because again, I've told this, said this multiple times, God is not a respecter of persons. If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. All you have to do is ask, and God will open up your heart and your mind to what he wants you to know about the Word. And all I'm really here to do is just to motivate you. My job, I think, is just to motivate you to open the Word of God. And that's why we do a lot of script. That's why I read a lot of Scripture, because me yapping my gums is not near as powerful as the Word of God. But, you know, I'm trying to use examples so that so that we kind of dig in or maybe that you'll go, I don't know if it says that, or I don't think that I see it that way, which is fine. I mean, I know it makes you nervous when you get people shaking their head. Yes. All the time. You, they either are too agreeable or they're not paying attention. I guess that's more with my kids. If you've ever had children, you'll know that, you know, if they, if they're too agreeable, then they're not paying attention. All right. That's enough of that. We're going to Matthew six thirty three. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all these things will be added to you. I was told a long time ago if to use the Bible and let the Bible translate itself. And that's kind of what I'm doing with Mark 4.26, where he said, in, in 4.26, and he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the seed, for the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And if, if you remember the scripture we just read, Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then in Mark four twenty six, and he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed. And then he goes on to continue to talk about. So I'm going to let the Bible describe itself, what for itself, what the kingdom of God is. And the kingdom of God, Jesus says, is likened to a man throwing seed. And if you remember back in the previous episode as well, in Genesis 8, where God said, you know, after he flooded the earth and he told Noah, from here, as long as this earth remains, as long as as we as it remains, it's seed, time, and harvest. The power, there is so much power in the kingdom of God, seed. If you can just picture a seed, a small seed, and we're going to keep carrying this on, but the seed, there's so much power in it. But there's two things that we have to, as individuals, we have to do to pull that power out of the seed. God puts the power into the seed. The power has been placed into it by God. And if you go back to Genesis 2, I believe it's where, and it may have been 1. It may have been Genesis 1 where he's, where God was speaking, all, and it was Genesis 1, where it was God was speaking all this uh, into effect. And he said, each fruit tree or each tree to its kind, and where he created the grass and then the herbs and all of that. And it said, each to its kind. And the same thing for animals, each to its kind. You know, we come from seed. So the power, the kingdom of God is, it involves a seed. So if, if you can just kind of slow down for a minute and just think about the seed, that there is some kind of God power that's been placed into the seed. And so with that, then with that power in your hand to plant, now you've got to scatter it. The man's job, if you remember, we talked about it a little bit, but the man's job is twofold. It is to seed time and harvest. And then everything in the middle, we, we go to sleep at night, we wake up, we don't know how it grows. But the earth, when the seed is joined with the earth that's where the magic happens so i just kind of want you to get a picture of this of us having to do there's not a lot that we have to do we we have you know we didn't make the we didn't create the seed now i know that there's some man-made seeds now but i i believe and i i didn't i haven't studied this out but i believe the seeds that are man-made i don't believe that they you can uh, they regenerate. I think if you plant those seeds, you get to plant them one time. Like if you plant a tomato seed or a green bean, if it's a man-made seed, any seed that comes out of those green beans, and I may be wrong, but I think I'm right. But that's the the problem with the man-made seeds is they're they're kind of a one-time use. But the God-made seeds, 
Like if, if it's a God, if it's a natural corn seed, then you can take that corn seed. And when you get a ear of corn and you let that dry out, that's, that's seed. So that's kind of how God, there is power in the seed. And I, that's really all I wanted to talk to you about on today's episode is just to get you thinking about the power. And it doesn't have to be big. You know, it, you know, we think God, God holds the whole universe in his hands and he's so powerful. He can do anything, but he places power inside of the seed. And then we have got to do something with that to make the seed, to make that power come alive. And we're going to, we're going to move this to the next episode. I'm going to do this one kind of short. I don't want to, I don't want to do too much, but there's two things that we do. It's seed time and harvest. So we throw the, we've got to throw the seed out and we've got to let the seed in the earth and all that growth process and all that happen. And then when all of that comes to pass, when it's ripened, then we've got to come back into the picture and put the sickle to it. We've got to harvest it. So we got to, it's seed time and harvest. That's our job. So that's enough for now. My power is kind of flickering and I'm afraid we're going to, we're, we're in the middle of a, a big snow disaster down here in Louisiana. And if, if you're part of it, I, I pray that you're doing well, but I, I'm trying to get my this episode in before my power goes out it's flickering and i need to save this so i don't have to do it all over again but thank you for being a part of this and i look forward to visiting with you next time hey one more thing before you go i have got to get my sponsor in here he's giving me a rash again so without further ado if you are looking for a christian clothing line some something to wear and if you've ever struggled with the great commission I've got just the thing for you. 1211 Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world because it's based on the Bible and gives glory to God. Jesus gave his followers a great commission before he left, and that great commission includes you and me. But if you have ever struggled with sharing Jesus, 1211 Apparel created Prayer, Wear, and Share to help. It's a free training on how to fulfill Jesus' promise of light and easy found in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Since 1211 Apparel is Bible-based, they start out with giving first. Give, and it will come back to you. This is not a theory. It's the truth. 1211 Apparel wants to give you access to unlimited Christian tracks and free training to help you get off the pew and into the battle for the souls of your friends and family. Use our special link, nodoubtonlybelieve.com slash battle to get started today. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.